Hey everyone, this is Dan with the Spiritual Underground Podcast. Got a uh, amazing guest for you today. Uh, as I, as we do this thing called recovery, uh, most people get done and they get this monkey off their back and they're looking for what's next. A lot of them want to turn around and go through the steps again, uh, but there is so much out there to to do to uh, to keep on raising your vibration, and uh, that's what my guest Craig is here to help us uh, learn a little about what he does today. Uh, Craig Goldberg's a relaxation expert and technologist on a quest to help humanity achieve a deeper sense of inner calmness through the use of sound and vibration therapy or technology. He's a vibroacoustic therapy practitioner and his work is backed by 40 years of research showing the many benefits that this type of therapy uh, based on the technical acoustics and vibrational technology he is also a patented inventor constantly exploring new ways to use sound and vibration to heal people's to help people reduce stress anxiety heal and transform their lives for the better Craig is passionate about his work and truly believes in its ability to provide a path forward to a more peaceful and fulfilling life. So mm. right off the bat, uh, why do we need this today? I think we need, we need to relax. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just that simple. I, I introduced myself as a relaxation expert and most people just kind of melt in my arms like, Oh, I need yeah. that. That sounds amazing. Here in the United States, we wear busyness as a badge. And this beautiful and incredible culture and society that we have co-created together, you're welcome and thank you, is one that is really predicated and built on getting shit done. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that, but um You sure can. Cool. No uh, no bar no bars are held here. <laughs> amazing. Uh, right. Like I'm a New Yorker. So sometimes the expletives fly, especially yeah. when they're, uh, well, I'm from recovery and they fly frequently. <laughs> cool. So it's this get shit done environment that we're in with a to-do list that never ends. And, and really any walk of life, whether you're, you want to drive a vehicle, oh, well, you got to spend time going to the DMV. Nobody likes going to the DMV. Although I got to say the last couple of times I went, it was a really smooth process here in Vegas. So shout out to them for expediting their process. Life in general is complicated. Whether you're opening your mail, opening my mail stresses me out, um, right? Like I get, I, I can't even tell you how many times I walk out to my mailbox and it's all bullshit. I waste more time opening and forget about being in an election cycle and all the mail that you get associated with that current resident stuff that's not addressed to me bills mm -hmm. that well bills are stressful by themselves but that's the easy part that's why i go to the mailbox um really that's just a huge time suck on my daily life and yeah. and this is just one example they exist everywhere yeah right to live life and be an upstanding citizen takes time and energy and you got to cut through it and there's just stuff on that list that you just need to get done and we all need to get it done I said this to my wife not too long ago. Life is hard. I wish it was, I wish it could be put another way. The reality is the layers of complexity and complication that we put into this life uh, today, 2023, August, now September. Um, it, it, it's, there's stress and anxiety that's built into what we do because of the things we naturally need to get done. And you layer on top of that, the negative self-talk, the mental instability that we all have. Uh, yeah. I'm doing this six and a half years and 
uh, and I'm living life for 44. And I can tell you that life is hard. It's yeah. just that simple. Now, uh, I want to walk that. around and I, look, did he? Smart yeah, guy. Well, he, his the first noble truth is life is suffering. And that's just a little, you know, it's some, uh, there's some interpretation to what that word really meant. But I think it meant the same thing as what you're saying. I, I agree with him. I mean, we're here to, <laughs> people call these meat suits, right? You want to get into the conscious aspect of it. We are spirits yeah. having a human experience. Uh, I call these suffer suits. Mm. Okay. Because there is suffering that comes along with this life and we can break that down as deep as you want to go. I'm down. I got a headlamp and a flashlight and I'm ready to dive down that rabbit hole. The, the reality is how much you suffer is a choice. And especially in the recovery world, what you do to cover up that suffering is often why you're in need of recovery in the first place, right? Why those addictions yeah. start to get where, and you know, you can be in recovery from anything. Sex, yeah, yeah. skin Sex contact, addiction comes in in many different language. forms. Yeah, addiction comes in many different forms, and we do quite a bit of work in this space, so I'm I'm pretty well versed, and and we get to decide how much we suffer, and that's a difficult thing when you're in the thick of suffering, um, but it ultimately is a choice as to how you're going to look at that situation and what you're going to do to get out of it, and then what you're going to do day to day to cope with the fact that life is hard. And I, I wish I, I wish I could tell you it's all rainbows and unicorns and, you know, flower pastures. And the reality it's is not. it's just not uh, last night. I had um, a pretty mystical experience and I haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. So if it's okay, I'll all right, open yeah. up a little bit. All right. Sure. So I took my sound lounge and practitioner, two of the pieces of hardware that I have, and I just moved into a new house. We just set up our sanctuary and our healing room place where we go to do the work that we need to do to relax, right? Look, you can buy my technology and you can put it in, in any room, anywhere, and, and it will work fantastically. But we created a very intentional space for us to go deep into relaxation and deep into our own psyche. And I danced with God last night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the only way that I can put it, I right? Whatever it. that means to you, it's not a religious thing. I'm just telling you, I gave him a her, him, her, whatever, that source energy, a big old hug last night for a good three hours. Oh, wow. And I did that using my technology and the space that I just curated and created allowed my body, mind, and spirit to relax to a point where I looked at my wife and, and my roommate that was in the room with us. We did this little group drop in and, and I just looked at him like, why can't it all be like this? Yeah. Why can't every day be like this? And I went to bed. I had a great night's sleep, four hours. I have a three-year-old. She kept me up early this morning <laughs> and and then life hits, it's Labor Day, and I got a full day of appointments and meetings, and yeah. I got work to do, and I got a to-do list. My RV just came back from Burning Man on a rental. I got to deal with that, right? I, life just happens. My daughter's here with a play date. My wife was getting the house set up. She was stressed on on getting you know the house set up so that it looks just right when it doesn't mm -hmm. really matter. Our house yeah. is beautiful. It's gonna be appreciated anyway, right? Like. We put these pressures on ourselves and that's just the the simple trials and tribulations of life. And yet last night I was blissed out for three hours laying on my sound lounge, listening to a, an hour and a half sound healing called yeah. walking each other home. And, and I was dancing with God. And then this morning I woke up and bam, I was 15 minutes late to meet you. And yeah. I was sitting here a half hour early <laughs> being like, 
I got this conversation with Dan that I'm really looking forward to. And then I get a text from you at 212, like, hey, are we meet or yeah. what? And I'm like, yeah. uh oh, I'm glad to tell you I had your phone number because sometimes um, I have guests and I don't have, I'm standing here with no way to get a hold of them. I'm glad you do too. Yeah. And I again, thought, well, I'm pulling the trigger on it. Yeah. Well, that's recharging yeah. the battery, you know, that, that suffering and that daily grind and all the uh, bullshit that comes flying at us from multiple directions. I had to have some time to where I set aside time for myself and recharge that battery. And some yeah. people can just sit and meditate. I found tools help me do that, wow. I, especially in the beginning, because I didn't have, you know, I couldn't sit still for two minutes and not, you know, and have yeah. any relief. Look, that's our, we're at the forefront of that. I call it tech assisted meditation. That time to quiet the mind and to relax is so important. And for most, and myself included, I say this a lot. I selfishly created this company because I love the technology that we create and I use it every single day. Hence last night, three hours of bliss. And I came out of it and I, I it was three o'clock in the morning when we came out of it. Ooh. And and I said to my to my housemate Ben, like, I needed that. That was at the end of I just moved into a new place. So dealing with unboxing and putting things on walls and what a room's gonna look like in placement. I've met my daughter, she started school. Life just hands it to you. Yeah. And and what you do to relax, in my opinion, is what's going to give you the power and the strength you need to go, go, go when you need to. And to have that power reserve to go and drive and to be cool, calm and collected and relaxed in the face of the to-do list and, and the happenings of the day. Look, I got, I got friends and family that go off to their first job at 6 a.m., work until three o'clock in the afternoon, take a quick break, go to their second job, take a quick break, pick up their kids. They're in the grind. They're in the hustle. They're doing what they need to do to get ahead. And, and it, takes an energetic reserve and they do that off five hours of sleep, right? Because they're working into the evening after the kids go to bed and they're working on side projects, side hustles, or just the day-to-day life that we were talking about just before. Or even being that it's all wired up from everything you've been doing and can't settle down, can't quiet it at night. You don't have trouble getting to sleep. Totally. The 200 milligrams of caffeine they had to push through the, the hump, right? Like all of it. And so yeah, I think the first thing is is empathy and compassion for the fact that we're all living in this life. And I think about this every day as I'm driving around town. I'm looking at all the people in their cars, wondering where they're going to, where they're coming from, what's waiting for them at home. <sighs> Start to think about all the different possibilities in this life and this earth walk that we have 3 million people here in the Las Vegas Valley. That's 3 million lives, 3 million happenstances, 3 million existences. And I know what I come home to. And I wonder what other people go home to. I wonder what other people are pushing through day in and day out, what they're compartmentalizing and pushing down so that they don't have to deal with it. Nope, not today, maybe tomorrow. And, and that goes on day after day, week after week, month after month. And it's contributing to a sympathetic nervous system response. It's com- it's contributing to a stress response from the body, fight or flight. Because the mind knows what you're suppressing and not dealing with in one way or another. Yep. And, and the to-do list has a way of doing that, of giving you the ability to say, no, I'm going to focus on what's right in front of me right now instead of taking the time. And meditation for me 
opens up an opportunity to address what's not being addressed when you're focused on the to-dos. And and that's where the growth comes from. That's where the healing comes from. That's when you get to reflect back on past experiences and find the nuggets of benefit of that hellish situation that you were in or that hellish situation that you are in. And when you can find the areas for growth, for learning, where the lessons are, what you did wrong that you can do better, and then all of a sudden you start finding the power and the strength to make better decisions. And and it's not changing your entire life all at once. No, no. It's long haul. It's a series of yeah, it took you a while to get into this mess. It's going to take you a little while to get out. Now, it might be a shorter road if it took you 5 years to to get into this mess. It might take you 2 years to get out. It might take 2 months. Yeah. Yep. It might take 2 hours. But it's a series of better decisions that you slowly start to make that allow you to reflect back and go, today's better than yesterday and tomorrow's going to be better than today. And you just keep trucking on that trajectory. And before you know it, you look back over a one, two, three month, one year, two year period and you go, whew, I've come a long way. Yeah. Yep. That growth is exponential. Indeed. And we're all just trying to do our best. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Making the best decision we can with the info we have that moment. The energy that you get back into yourself as a result of taking time for yourself. And that just that energy in itself that I say, okay, I did at least this particular thing today for me. You know, yeah. I, we, we wear ourselves out for most other people most of the time. Uh, very little, uh, very little of that uh, energy is going to help me through the day. So I need to take a moment to do that. As you're saying that, I'm reminded of uh, if you've ever flown, you know, everybody's flown on a plane and the stewardess, yep. you know, the air mask comes down, put your yep. air mask on first before you help a child that's sitting next to you. Yep. If you look at your own mental health, emotional health and your physical well-being as a cup, that cup has to be overflowing before you can help somebody else. Yeah. And and so many of us want to help first, beautifully so. Okay. And I'm grateful for you and everybody that wants to help first. But the reality is if we are helping from an empty cup because yeah. we're not taking care of ourselves, we're not being as helpful and we're not doing the world justice. When you show up in the world effectively, other people are going to show up in the world around you effectively. Yeah. That, that makes me think of a Marianne Williamson quote of when you, uh, how did it go? Uh, but you give other people permission to do the same. You know, when you, when you show up for yourself, you give other people the permission to show up for themselves. Yeah. Look, and it doesn't have to be a three hour sound, sound bath. Like I yeah. did last night. Yeah. It Those could are be, nice, but it, it was amazing. I don't get to do that every day. That's for sure. It could be three minutes of just closing your eyes and taking a few deep breaths. Yep. It can be, it can be, um, you know what? I'm parked. I'm about to go into the supermarket, but there's a really nice patch of grass right there. Let me take my shoes off for a second and put my feet in the grass. I'm that guy. Yeah. If you ever see a guy in a parking lot standing on a piece of grass, like just staring at the sun, taking a few deep breaths, that is totally me. Yeah. And I'm shedding what was and allowing myself to be open to what will be and and grounding myself in the current moment, which is really important. Our bodies are like a battery and we're walking around with rubber soled shoes on 
and not connected to the earth. And we need to be connected to the earth, not concrete, not asphalt, which are oil-based materials, but, uh, and obviously concrete isn't, but, but asphalt is right. Feet on the dirt, on the grass and, and connected to the earth. Yeah. Very cool. And so uh, I've had some experience and not with what you've got, but the, the, the benefit of sound, I've been around some meditation circles and stuff where people played, uh, the healing bowls and mm-hmm. other kind of instruments. And you, they would walk you into a meditation while you're, I remember one time I was at a yoga retreat and they had us all around in a circle with our heads to the middle of the circle and our feet pointed out while okay. she played some of these, uh, these, uh, healing bowls, those big, crystal bowls and you could just Amazing. feel that pulse through you and the the effect that you got from laying there doing that you know you get a little bit with uh hearing but what you've yeah. got to believe actually that vibration in my body that i could actually feel pulse through yes. me that you really don't get artificially you know you don't yeah. really get it through a set of headphones that well no, you can't actually get it through a set of headphones. Um, so the the difference that you're talking about is really how the body interprets sound and frequency, and it's far beyond our ears, and 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 those mechanisms inside our ears, mainly the auditory nerve, the cochlea, and and the aspects of our ears that that translate sound, really pressure changes in pressure into what we think is and interpret as sound through the brain. The brain is sitting in a black hole in your skull. Um, your eyes are the only light source and I suppose inside the ear canal, inside the nose, the mouth, that sort of thing. But really your eyes are, That's um, the optics. when you're, when you're looking at somebody's eyes, you're actually looking at their brain and, and that's where the optics are. That's right. Uh, 30% of your hearing is actually through your eyes and where you are directing your brain to focus its attention. Mm-hmm. So the brain is processing some 4 billion inputs per second. The conscious mind can handle four. So your eyes are part of the reticular activator system and the default mode network that tells your brain what stimuli to focus on and what stimuli to bring to the top of your conscious awareness. It's like if you ever went to a concert and you've got an obstructed view, you really don't enjoy the concert. Yeah. If you can't see the person singing or performing, right? Well, any noise um, that's in your uh, environment, you will turn to look at to see what that noise yeah. is and you don't, you know. Yeah, not only not only noises. Like think about the mechanoreceptors in your skin and this gets to your comment. Like you don't feel your clothes yeah. all day until I said feel your clothes and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I feel my clothes." Yes, I do. Right? Well, yeah, that's all <laughs> right, of a sudden, you brought it to my attention. I brought it to your attention. That's right. So, um when you're listening to music or spoken word through headphones, now, your, those Sennheiser HD 280 Pros that you're listening to are, is a high-quality set of headphones, right? It's the, the frequency response of those headphones is 8 hertz to 25,000 hertz, which means mm-hmm. that's the frequency that it's capable of playing, the hardware it's capable of playing. Depending on the recording, depending on the voice, depending on the microphone, depending on the connection between you and I will obviously have limiting factors on what frequencies are coming through but the frequency response of those headphones because we use the same ones with our sound lounge eight hertz i don't i don't just randomly know the frequency response of all <laughs> headphones we have to use know more about my headphones than i do <laughs> well they're incredible look they are the really human good. ear the human ear has a frequency response of 20 hertz to twenty thousand hertz Okay. Vibroacoustic therapy, which is the formal body of research that governs what we do, focuses on frequencies between 30 hertz and 120 hertz. 
my technology, we use something called a tactile transducer. Looks like this if you're watching on video. Inside here is a magnet. This magnet has audio cables connected to it. This is what you're sitting on or laying on when you're using our technology. And this is what translates sound into vibration. For those who this don't see it, it looks a little like a smoke detector. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In here is a magnet. A, you see a... the speaker cables that uh, plug yeah. in. Uh -huh. And in here is a magnet that oscillates. Uh, one oscillation is equal to one hertz frequency. So if I play a 20 hertz frequency, the magnet that's inside here is oscillating 20 times in one second. Again, the human ear has a frequency response of 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. Just to put this into further perspective, that subwoofer that you have in your home stereo system is typically 80 hertz and below. Okay, so we're talking about low end frequency. Again, frequency response of the human ear, 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. Frequency response of those headset, that headset that you have, 8 hertz to 25,000 hertz. So it's outside of the frequency range of the human ear. But the bass is so good on those, right? It goes down to yeah. eight hertz that the mechanoreceptors around your ear vibrate. And I'm sure if you've ever listened to music through that and cranked it, those drivers really get going and you can actually feel the pulsing uh, outside your ear. Yeah. When you're laying on our technology, you are feeling the same frequencies that you're hearing. And the overlap, again, the frequency response 20 hertz to 20 to 200 hertz. So um, it's those low end frequencies that you are feeling while coupled with the Sennheiser's HD280 Pros that are giving you the full spectrum sound and audio. To the brain, it's interpreted as though you're inside the music in a very unique way. And that's cool. what creates this three dimensional, fully immersive experience. Now, to bring that back to the sound bowls, that you're laying on, uh, your body is picking up on through the mechanoreceptors, those frequencies that are coming off those bowls. When you're laying with your heads in a circle and you're sprawled out, the sound therapists are playing over you and they're moving the sound typically. The bowls will stay in one place, but if there's if there's yeah, sometimes other people, they'll move around, they'll do drums over you, they'll yep. hit a drum over your head, mm -hmm. or they will play bells and chimes right over exactly over, what they did uh, yep so you, the mechanoreceptors in your skin are absolutely picking up on that now the think of the sound lounge the practitioner or the in harmony meditation cushion these are our three different products and then coupled with our app these our technology amplifies that system so it's even stronger and this increases not just the physical mental and emotional response that the body has but this brings on additional physiological effects that uh, that aren't necessarily recognized with these acoustic instruments. So it ampli that amplification intensifies uh, the reaction and, of course, the benefit as well. So it becomes a really powerful tool for rest and relaxation. That sound therapy that you went to experience, that sound bath that you experienced. I don't know about you, but the second that first gong or bell or chime gets hit, I'm out. <laughs> I just... <laughs> bliss out and I wake up 45 minutes, an hour, whenever it is that they're done, you know, usually somebody comes on and says, okay, welcome back. Wiggle yep, your fingers, right. yep. wiggle your feet, wiggle your toes. And I'm like, is it, is it light out still? Yeah. Is it dark Checked out still? Time stands right. still. There's no, uh, it is, it is definitely a unique feeling. Yeah. And I feel cleansed. I feel lighter. I feel more relaxed. And that's because that tension that we wear all day long, rides in the physical body and sound and vibration to your point have an opportunity to ring out the body if you will metaphorically 
and to let that stress melt away. Vibroacoustic therapy, formal body of research, right? It does a lot of different things. Those physiological benefits that I talked about. It resets the nervous system from sympathetic to parasympathetic. Sympathetic is stressed and anxious or fight or flight. Parasympathetic is calm and relaxed or rest and digest. It sends a message to every muscle in the body telling it to relax, overriding the nervous system signals that tells the tent, the muscles to tense up. And now we're sending messages telling them to relax. It increases lymphatic drainage. These are the detox pathways in the body. We're shaking every cell in your body. So anything that's stagnant energetically or physical is now all of a sudden going to start to move. Uh, and, and it's a far more intense, um, it's just far more intense than the acoustic instruments. Don't get me wrong. I love laying in front of a gong. I have several bells, chimes. I've got them all here and they're wonderful instruments and we play them often. But to be able to lay down on the sound lounge and hit a button and listen to a track through this technology. Yeah. The immersiveness of it, I would imagine. You're just, like you said, you feel like it's uh, uh, laying on you uh, like a blanket. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely phenomenal. Very interesting. You know, there's a thing I see once in a while, like my local guy who, a friend of mine who has a meditation shop here locally, uh, he loves the sound too. And he'll mic up his bowls and stuff. And uh, if you can catch him once a month or so, he does one of those uh, meditations. It's not really the same, but it's pretty close and he mics them up. So he's got a pretty good sound system. But one of the things I was going to say, you were talking about the Hertz about some particular, I don't know, 432 or something. Is that 432 megahertz is supposed to be some uh, frequency that allows 432 Hertz. Yeah. It's a, so it's, it's, um, it's, it's a frequency that gets a lot of, of attention. attention. Yeah. Um, the, the reality is I don't believe there are any bad frequencies. Yeah. Um, I don't believe there are any, and now everybody's different and everybody's at a different place. And we, the human body is basically a big antenna and we are constantly coming into harmonic resonance, matching the frequencies of that, which is projected on us. And, and we're not consciously aware of all of the different frequencies that are being, uh, that our body is coming into sync with on a regular basis. But think about the hum of the refrigerator. That's a 60 hertz hum here in the United States. It's 110 volts, 60 hertz. Yeah. And, and, and look, that can be a very beneficial frequency for you. And it can be exceptionally distracting if you're trying to get some work done, right? And, and your body is drifting into relaxation and coming into harmonic resonance with that type of frequency. Hmm. Um, we are constantly being bombarded with sound and frequency. Now, 432, 528, 417, 396, 285, 174. These are sulfigio frequencies. Uh, 432 is not technically a sulfigio frequency, but it gets grouped in quite often with sulfigio frequencies. Uh, a lot of science and research behind these frequencies. When we listen to music that's tuned to 432, um, there's a lot of, there's a long-standing conversation about what happened in the early 1900s when they started tuning music to 440 versus tuning music to 432. All this is, and and really, it's one octave higher or one octave lower, depending on which way you're going. 440 is one octave above 432. And when they tune music to it, all they're doing is taking the A. Have you ever been to the symphony? I've been. Cool. So when you get to the symphony, right before the conductor comes out, usually the first or just after the conductor comes out, the first chair violinist will stand up and play an A. And the entire string section will harmonize to that A. And then the clarinet will stand, the lead clarinet will stand up and play an A 
and the entire brass section will tune to that A. Hmm. And that brings the symphony into harmony with itself. Hmm. Well, before 1904 or something like that, that A that they played was tuned to 432 hertz. After that A started to get tuned to 440 hertz, one hmm. octave higher. Is one better for you than the other? Yeah. Uh, Frankly, you know, those bowls are more expensive when they're tuned to that. <laughs> and and maybe that's more really. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, look, look, uh, lower frequencies, we tend to harmonize better with and feel better. But the reality is your mechanoreceptors in your skin aren't really interpreting frequencies higher than 100 hertz. And that's mm -hmm. not to say that they can't. They can. But how we perceive that sound above 100 hertz is perceived through the cochlea and the auditory nerve we hear it versus feel it hmm. and and you can do this by just pulling up a sine wave generator on your phone and and with a decent sound system or even through our technology play it now again my transducers only react up to 200 hertz but once you get over 100 120 hertz you're no longer feeling it you can hear it but you're no longer feeling it it's such a high frequency that you just don't perceive right. it with I your can, skin. You, know, you feel the bass drum and you feel the bass guitar and you feel those lower frequencies. You know, when the exactly. guy's going down the road, dumping his bass in his car, you feel that. But if it's a higher pitch one, you don't really feel that. You yeah. Hear. Like I, I immediately think of a motorcycle, you know, which I will hear blocks away. Yeah. But I'm not feeling it like yeah. a muscle car that drives outside my house. Yeah. Or the difference between a crotch rocket and a Harley. <laughs> You feel a Harley, Harley yep. six, 60 hertz, by the way. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it made me think about, you know, well, uh, I got yoga is another one of the things I jumped on when early recovery and looking for more. And uh, which is, you know, that's ultimately kind of the problem here is that I, I'm never get enough. So anything that makes me feel good, I'm going to be reaching for more and get addicted to, to that into other stuff. Right. That's what I mean. You just retune, you course correct to be in totally, you know, you have that detox period and that shift doesn't happen quickly, but you do end up, at least in my opinion, we replace that uh, addiction for another one, get addiction to heal, get addicted to healing and, and growth and spiritual growth and things like that. Yeah, But and, they don't call it, they don't call it addiction. No, now that no. now all of a sudden they call it doing good for yourself. Yeah, right. Oh, that's that's yep. best practice. Yeah. Oh, that's oh that sounds beautiful. Oh, that's yep. wonderful. I was listening to right. something the other day about uh actually as my sponsor was talking to me. He, he's been he in May he'll be doing this thing for forty years and he's in the field and he was talking about the levels of like your uh and I'll get them wrong or whatever whether they're endorphins or dopamine or whatever but like the ranges sort of like you were talking about in the sound the ranges you get like that you know if you have sex you're maybe if you you're maybe getting 300 nanograms and if you're um eating something good it might be worth 50 but like a shot of heroin or coke or something like that jacks you up to 220,000 and then it's All just right, so it's hard to get things to find something to do that replacement with so the reward center in the brain is dopamine um, and, and a line of cocaine increases do dopamine by two and a half times, uh, and it peaks nine minutes after you've, you've, you know, it's hit your nose and, and yep. your, uh, your, uh, brain, uh, brain barrier, uh, nine minutes. Okay. Which is why you want more afterwards. Um, it's, that's the addiction. The addiction is yeah. to the dopamine hit and dopamine is part of our reptilian brain that is designed to uh, lead us towards food. So 
500 years ago when we were searching for food and we weren't, we didn't have farming and that sort of thing. And we were hunting and gathering. If you saw an apple tree or an orange grove or, or a bison or whatever miles out, you would get a dopamine hit and that would focus your attention on that tree. And as you walk closer to that food source, you get another dopamine hit. And as you get closer, you get another dopamine hit. And this was the pleasure center of the brain designed to keep you alive. I don't know about you. That house looks really nice. I like those armoires and the cabinets that you got back there. I like the eagle that's swooping down on your back and those tree stumps with the with the yoga signs, right? Like that house looks pretty safe. Um, I don't see too much turmoil. I don't see anything moving behind you. I don't see kids running around. I certainly don't see anything that's threatening you unless that eagle's real and it's coming down yeah. to swoop you for, for lunch, right? I live in a pretty safe house. Uh, I keep a baseball bat behind my front door I have for, I don't know, I'm 44 years old, as long as I've lived on my own since I'm 19. I've never used it. I've never needed to use it. I've been very fortunate in that I live in a pretty safe environment. Some people don't, and I get that. But generally speaking, um, we're in we're in pretty good spirits and we're in, in pretty safe environments. Um, our bodies haven't caught up with that. And our nervous system has not caught up with that. And we are searching for dopamine hits that now we often get from a food supply that's available 24-7 or sugar or starchy foods or... Um, pastas and processed foods and sugary foods. Um, and we get a dopamine hit for that. Longer the days where I need to worry about food. I don't. I have it's six months today. The opposite. I have six months worth of food here. Yeah. Right. Like I'm prepared. I'm a prepper. <laughs> I don't have to worry about water. I don't have to worry about food. I don't have to worry about shelter. As far as I could say, look, shit can go haywire real yeah, quick. Don't right. get me wrong. I get you. I got. I got 60 days notice in my last house, which is why I moved this summer. Okay. I would have stayed there for a long time. And then I get the dreaded email like, Hey, the owner's going to sell the house and you have 60 days notice to move out. Mm. And I'm like, oh. I found another house. I'm in a two year lease. I'm good for another two years. All right. So like this stuff comes up. Nervous system hasn't caught up with it yet though. So look, just 200 years ago, we were actually worried about waking up the next day. Yeah. Am I going to make it through the night? Am I going to freeze because I'm sleeping outside? Am I going to find that next warm meal? Am I going to find shelter? Are natives going to come and get me? Right? Like depending on where you are in the world, some people are still concerned about that survival mm -hmm. right now, yeah. unfortunately. So that stress and that anxiety is, is a real thing. And once you're in that safe environment, the nervous system hasn't caught up. So it misfires. And to get back to that dopamine that we are given... Um, that cocaine line that gives you that two and a half X increase in, in, and even look, I've, I've done these substances. I know how fantastic they are. I know what they feel like. I also know how detrimental they are to your health and what they mm -hmm. can do when used in excess to destroy your life. So what, what else gives you a two and a half times increase in, in dopamine cold plunge? Yeah. Something every single person can do right now, go into your shower flip that bitch to freaking cold and and stand underneath it and do so for two to three minutes let that hit your head your face and and your and your sternum and the top of your chest and feel that cold water you want to step up even more take a strainer you know those metal strainers 
put that up against the the top and make it a mist and mm. let that mist fall on you and you'll feel the cold and what happens is cold shock proteins get released from your liver your body goes into survival mode it pushes oxygen to the center of your chest cavity and to the brain it gives you a rush and now you have that same two and a half times dopamine release but it's sustained over the next three to four hours it'll wake you up last night i was going from again very fortunate life i just moved into a house that has a pool and a hot tub hot tub was at 104 and i was jumping into my 76 degree pool going back and forth getting that rush getting that hit one addiction replaced with another great yep but yep. look at what i'm doing to surround myself by these good intentions and good people as well that are helping me focus on this so there's a couple different ways that you can get that 2x multiplier. Look, skin on skin contact with another human being. After 20 seconds, it releases oxytocin uh, to the brain and to the body. It's a feel-good hormone that makes you feel love and connection. Also stimulates a dopamine release. Mm. I don't have the numbers on exactly yeah. what it releases or how long, but I can tell you it's way better for you than, than any other substance that you're going to put in. But that cold shock protein release and cold therapy as shocking and as uncomfortable as it is, gives you so much more benefit and so much more value than chasing a short-term high. Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways that we can do it. And these, look, norepinephrine, these are different releases, chemical releases. There's there's such thing as a runner's high. Right. You go out and run a mile and you begin to push through in that sweat and that perseverance and your brain begins to release these neurotoxins that give you a high. Yep. I got right. it through high intensity yoga. You know, hot yoga and high intensity. Vipassana, yeah. hot yoga, stretching, hit training. Lots of things, yeah. High yep. intensity training, um, which by the way, you can download an app on your phone that'll walk you through without any equipment whatsoever. Um, Tabata training, which is awesome. Um, it's seven minute sprints of, of workout and intensity. It could be jumping rope. It could be doing push-ups, sit-ups, squats, pull-ups, if you got a pull-up bar, right? Um, yep. Calisthenics, great way to get there. There's lots of different things that you can do to replace it. You got to make the decision that you're going to replace it with other things that are going to be better for you and healthier. And there's plenty of people that are addicted to the gym. Yep. Yep. I was thinking that's so bad. I heard the difference between a good habit and a bad habit. Good habits are easy to break. Uh, you got to turn those habits into good habits and stay with it. So I just put out a blog. Um, I just put out, I, I write a, a newsletter each week. Um, and fr my Friday emails, um, uh, my Tuesday email rather is called the Zen Den. And I just put out, my last one was all about habit stacking. Mm. And, and what this does to, um, and this works with biohacking too, and stacking technologies together, right? best practices and the things that you want to do, stack them together so that you're doing multiple things that you want to do at the same time. I like to run and listen to a podcast, right? Now, good for my mind, good for my emotional spirit, good for my physical body all at the same time. And I'm getting a really good sweat. Every morning I'm outside with the morning sun on my face. I believe there's 10 strategies to overall health and wellness, by the way. And uh, the first starts with a good night's sleep which I did not get last night. In fact, I have a three and a half year old. I don't remember the last time I got a good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, I get to be it. honest. Um, drinking clean water from a natural spring, preferably not from bottled source. Um, eating clean food, nutritious food, 
daily meditation, daily exercise, hot and cold therapy, cuddle time with my daughter and my wife, right? Um, and and finding ways for us to get the trajectory. Morning sunlight. Within three hours of waking up, I want morning sunlight on my face, my skin, my shirt off, standing outside. Ten minutes, grounding, connecting to the earth, and um, and I make this part of my daily practice. If I can get my daughter up and out of bed and dressed and and out fast enough, I'll be like, take your shirt off, kid. Let's go outside, get some morning sun. Yeah. And half of the time, she's like, okay, dad. And this morning, she's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever you want. So habit stacking is something I think is really important. And it helps you to reinforce those good habits. Because now you've got a bunch of different things that you're doing that you some you might enjoy doing and others you might not. But since you're associating it with the things you do want to do, you're more probable to get out there and do it. Very cool. I had never thought about stacking. I, I do it too in ways, but it's been just, uh, I don't know, uh, accidental. But I do understand that you you rang a bell with me on like, oh, yeah, I kind of get why I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm a big podcast fan as having a podcast, but uh, and I also like a lot. of I read, I read books um, through my ears. Uh, nice. I think I'm someplace up in the seventies uh, this this year. Amazing. Um, seven, I think seventy six. I think's where I'm at right now. Look, all but, that knowledge gets applied or used in one shape or another. Yeah. Right? I don't know what you're reading, but regardless of what you're reading, I mix it right? up. Yeah, sure. Look, fiction, nonfiction, different yeah. topics. Look, read read about stuff you don't like. Read about stuff that pisses you off. Try and learn about other people's perspective. There you go. Sit down with somebody that doesn't have the same political views as you and understand why. Yeah. Like, don't get heated in the conversation. Or it's okay to get heated, but not at each other. Yeah. Have a conversation to really ask somebody like, hey, why do you feel that way? I love sitting down with people. I'm not trying to convince you, and I'm not expecting you to convince me. Enlighten me as to why you feel that way, and let's have a conversation around it so that I might learn what somebody else's perspective is. Yeah, very good point. Not not near enough of that is happening today. Back at the very beginning of this thing, when we were kind of talking about life, uh, it reminds me of an old adage. And that that is, if we all took our shit and threw it into a pile and then got to decide what we would take out of that pile, you'd walk back and grab your own shit (laughs) because it's yours. And at least you're familiar with it, right? I don't want somebody else's shit. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know your perspective. I'll happily take my own shit because I'm familiar with it and I know what's going on. But that's a choice. And through knowledge, training, education, growth, that's when all of a sudden we can change that perspective and we change what's around it. And, and in harmony technology is that technology that allows you to relax and drift off in into yourself to explore yourself because we all have the answers inside. We all know what's right and what's wrong. Yep. When you're making a bad choice, you yep. know you're you know making it. a bad yep. choice. Yeah. When I'm reaching for pizza and I know gluten and dairy doesn't agree with me, I I do it. I'm not perfect. And, and when I do it, I'm like, all right, I'm going to pay for this later. I'll take some digestive enzymes or whatever I got to do, right? Yeah. When you reach for a cigarette, when you reach for, uh, you know, that addiction, whatever that looks like, you know, in the moment that it's a bad choice. Yep. And, and yet, from, the, ten, from the first time too, even before I really knew there was always, I was talking about that. There was something in me saying, Dan, you probably ought not do that, yeah. but I did it anyway. You do it anyway. Why? Because it feels good. Because it's social. Because you're hanging with friends. We make all of these different rationalizations yeah. to ourselves as to why this is okay. 
And and again, like I said, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm a human being trying to figure this game of life out just like everybody else is, but I've read the books, I've done the work, and now I've got a lot of experiences that I want to share with people on an entire yeah. company that's built around making and manufacturing these experiences and sharing them with people. Heck yeah, man. I, uh, we don't, you know, there is, there's a fantastic number of people who are forces for the good out there today. And, uh, and so many different, uh, avenues, you know, there's, you know, if you don't like this, try that, uh, you don't like, you know, and that's there stick, throw it against the wall and see what sticks, see yeah. which, what, what you like, you know, I, I would have, if you'd have told me I was going to fall in love with yoga when I was, before I got sober, uh, I'd have punched you in the nose. I thought you was calling me a sissy or something. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I had got tricked incredible. into it and it was incredible. It was the first time I ever did it. And, and I walked out of there feel, you know, had those, uh, those good feeling natural drugs moving through my head, my body. And, and, and I was hooked, you know, you were saying something and it just hit me too. You know, they use that, like you get kidney stones. I've had a couple of friends with that lately and they use like that sound to bust them up. Oh yeah. And I was Absolutely. thinking it's kind of a similar kind of thing because we get these pockets of stress and toxins kind of stuff in in us. I know yoga is good for that, too, because it does a similar kind of ringing out as you're doing twists and stretches and all that. And literally, it makes perfect, perfect sense to me that uh, sound would also uh, follow right along with that. So that um, it's very similar to opera singer that can break a glass, mm. right? They they find the resonant frequency of the object in which they want to break. And when you play and hit that frequency for a sustained period of time, you agitate the matter and it breaks up. Yeah. You're, you're giving it energy and transferring yeah. energy to it and, it and it explodes. Yeah. I've got an engineering background where it can do that to steel. It actually can weaken certain uh, level of Hertz uh, can actually weaken and, and cause steel beams and stuff to fail. Look, if you if you look up vibroacoustics just by itself, uh, you will actually get a lot of engineering terms. Yeah, and and a lot of practices around um, bridge manufacturing, building manufacturing, yep. and yep. and everything's tuned to a to a to a frequency so that it'll indeed. so it'll last if it's done right. That's what look problem everything with we didn't used to know. Everything, including this microphone, is vibrating. We know this. Yeah. Think back to seventh grade chemistry, protons, neutrons, and electrons. Yeah. The, I haven't put it up yet, but I've got the table of elements uh, on the left. Protons, neutrons, and electrons. Those electrons are spinning around the nucleus and, right. And I'm not a scientist, although I stayed at a holiday in last night. Right. Um, but right, you've got a certain amount of electrons to drop, a certain amount of electrons that you want to pick up, which is how these chemical bonds start to happen. It's the same in the material of, of this desk and this phone and this pen and this marker, all of it. At some level, on a subatomic level, it's all vibrating. And um, we kind of forget that yeah. until we're reminded. Yeah, I remember seeing the YouTube video of what they put sand or salt or water, different things, and put put music, put frequency into it, and watch it uh, almost kaleidoscope, you know, into these different patterns and morph through these things. Yeah, Doctor Omoto, unbelievable. Yeah, Doctor Omoto was one of the first people. He started flash freezing water in certain states, and that's when you start to see the positive emotions like love, gratitude, affection. Um, uh, freezes water in a very symmetrical and beautiful shape and things like hatred and um, demeaning remarks 
um, freeze water in, uh, in not beautiful or symmetrical shapes yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, you can look at a oscilloscope. Uh, you can look at a, um, a device that allows you to see water. Uh, I'm sorry, see sand, little bits of sand that you can put on a vibration plate and at different frequencies, it will hit specific, uh, beautiful shapes. By the way, a lot of those align with sulfigio frequencies. Uh, like we were talking about, 432 isn't technically a sulfigio frequency, but 417, 396, 285, 174 uh, leave beautiful, beautiful designs on uh, on sand as well. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot. And if it look, does Dr. Moto, to that, then what's it do to you, right? I mean, if it's- Look, emotions. The human body is 70 to 90% water, salt water, by the way, not fresh water. Um, salt, having salt in your diet, high quality sea salt that comes with the vitamins, minerals, really the minerals, uh, is, is really important. Dr. Omoto's work was focused around, uh, the power of intention, thought, and words on, on the human body. So, um, like I said, 70, 90% water from the neck down, 93% water from the neck up. And we are constantly imprinting on that water, how, uh, using the words, we're casting spells on ourselves and the people around us constantly. Our thoughts yeah. all have an energy. So it, what Dr. Emoto did, and you can search this, you can find videos on YouTube, the whole nine. But basically what he did is he took three containers of rice, white rice, and he filled it with water. And on one of them, he wrote love. On one of them, he wrote hate. And on one of them, he left it blank. And then he put them in separate parts of the room. And over the course of the next few months, weeks and months, um, he, every day he would go to the one that had love on it and he would tell it positive things. I love you. You're amazing. You're incredible. And every day he went to the one that had hate and he would say hateful and harmful things to it. And the third one, he just completely ignored. And what happens over the next few weeks and months is that rice, in theory, should begin to rot and die. And um, months later, the one that had love and positivity, there was no mold. There was no decree. Uh, there was there was nothing that was showing that it was breaking down. It was as clean and as beautiful as it once was on day one. The one with the hate speech began to mold and, and turn. And the one that was completely ignored, interestingly enough, was the most moldy and decrepit and, and in terrible state. And that just goes to show how important human connection is. So even the yeah. one that was being thrown hate was at least feeling connection. And then of course, the one that was being felt love, no mold, no, no, no breakdown whatsoever. Really, really remarkable on the power of water and, and thoughts and our impact. Just going up and telling somebody you love them, tell them they're amazing, tell them yeah. they're doing a great job to be authentic and sincere in the way that you're delivering that. Mm -hmm. That compliment goes a really long way. It really does. I throw and, compliments uh, all the time to people. Hey, those uh, shoes are awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, my in my corner of the world, I'm usually dealing with somebody that's dragging their shoestrings in, man, kicking their shoestrings in, and they're down in the dumps. And it's just a real simple tool to talk positively to them and yeah. watch it change your energy. And since I've got that monkey off my back and start being able to tune into that stuff, you know, I can pretty much walk around and feel that energy on you too. 
you know, when they're, when you're moving through the grocery store, that's, it's, it's, it's a little scary. And some people don't believe it. And especially like my new guys who haven't like tuned in yet, but that fact of walking through there, it is like having some kind of radar, you know, I feel where, Ooh, uh, that's something, something's bad coming off there. And it doesn't mean that they're bad. They might've had some kind of like real bad thing happen to them that they're something they're going through in their life, but you can feel it and you can feel it when the people have the light, like what I say, when the lights on or in their, when the lights are on in their eyes you can feel that too we are antennas in more ways than one and uh, our energetic beings are constantly dancing with each other whether in person or whether online and um and we are an interconnected species every human every living being every plant all of it yep yep it's fascinating Uh, i get high doing these podcasts you know, I feel totally. my vibration gets raised up. If I try to go to bed right after they're done, I can't do it. <laughs> no, I can't either. I, um, I, I schedule quite a bit of these and, and again, grateful to be connected to your audience and be able to share this conversation. And I'm recording three to five a week and there are days where I'm stacked two or three and I don't get much other else done. Yeah. Cause it's, I'm just so depleted afterwards, the mental capacity, the brain, just the connection, yeah. the, not only the connection that you and I feel, but I truly believe that in real time, we're feeling connection to every single person that's listening and going to listen to this yeah. in the future. I agree. And, and that energetic, those chords and, and that just pulling on that energy is it's powerful. Yeah. Yep. Um, Another tool that I've learned to use is like in between these things, I do these little, they're not probably stretched to say meditation course. That's, you know, that runs the gamut, but where I change the channel, when I move from one area of my life, sitting quietly for a few minutes and just breathing, I can change the channel to whatever the next thing. Cause you know, it might be going from something real chill to something stressful to something happy and kind of break that. So I'm not carrying energy from behind me, like in a boat wake, you know, they're riding down the lake in a boat and you slow down real easy and your transom doesn't get uh, washed over, but you slam the brakes from 60 mile an hour to nothing. And the transom's going to get over overrun. It's exactly what I use my technology for. I'm, I'll, I'll get off of this. I'm going to go fix myself a little light bite, maybe a smoothie or something like that. And then I'll get on my sound lounge for a 22 minute session. And then I'll come back here ready, charged and ready to rock and roll. New headspace, cool, newfound man. energy, ready to rock. Yeah, man. Very, very cool. Well, I appreciate you big time. Do you want to go ahead and say your, uh, I'll also put Absolutely. links in the show notes, of course. Yeah. Thank you so much again. Craig Goldberg in harmony interactive is my business. We're on, uh, we're on the World Wide Web at IamInHarmony.com. I am being the two most important words in the English language because anything that follows after it, you are. And gosh, I want to be in harmony. Yeah. So I am in harmony is our website. Uh, we're on all the socials. Uh, and I'm the guy on the other side of the comments, the direct messages. I have teams that help me do amazing things and they're all spectacular. But um, I really look to be the front facing guy. Yeah. So you'll see me well, obviously I found that over. out today because uh, yeah, your direct line was on my note. <laughs> that's that's it, right? Look, my, my direct line is actually at the top of my website too. Um, I, cool. I, I very much put myself out there to connect, uh, to be a part of this movement, vibroacoustic therapy, vibration therapy, relaxation, sound and vibration. Uh, I've been doing this for the better part of the last 12 years. And we've been running in harmony for two and three, but before that we were holistic health science. So we've been in this space for six and a half, seven years, making vibroacoustic therapy tech, teaching people about the efficacy, evangelizing for the industry and the movement. 
and um, real excited to be doing what we're doing. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn. I mean, you name it, YouTube, yeah. you can find us everywhere. And I am super grateful for your time, for your energy, Dan. Thank you so much for having me and thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank you, Craig. It's been uh, been a good time, man, raising my frequency while doing this stuff. Let's go. All right. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. Thank you. Always try to be just who they want.